Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you, and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. Okay, so today's podcast, um, we're going to talk about holidays. And the reason why we're talking about holidays is because I think it was the last time we uh, sat down to record an episode. At the end, we're just chatting away. And you had a belter of a story about your holiday. Um, and, uh, And I was like, that's it. That's it. We have to talk about holidays because we've both got quite different experiences with holidays. And, um, holidays are become infinitely more complex when you introduce children. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is a lot to discuss, I feel, and a lot of knowledge and experience that, you know, that we could, can share and, you know, and help each other and improve our, our holiday and get the most out of our holiday, our annual leave and, and our holiday and our pounds, our hard-earned pounds. I'm still uh, hung up on the fact that you, you said uh, knowledge <laughs> and wisdom, I think, just now. Also, <laughs> knowledge knowledge and experience. I mean, it is, it's both of those things. It's all of those things. Mm. Never feels like it, though, because much like what we talk about on this podcast, <laughs> um, it's just us getting it wrong all the time and attempting mm-hmm. to improve upon the last thing that mm-hmm. we got wrong, but then get that thing wrong as well. Um, and holidays are for us like holidays are at a real crossroads um mostly and notably because of the last one that we had um the the last family holiday and it's just like what are we doing this that was a lot of money wasn't even a strong four out of ten okay um you know, okay, come was, on, come difficult. on. Let's start at the beginning with this one. Tell me, tell me, you tell me about that holiday, and I'll tell you about my last holiday, and and that might be. All right, okay, yeah, okay. Be so I won't, I won't bore you to tears, but like you know, it's a lot of money. Um, I don't need to give a figure, but you know, just shy of of a of a couple of G's. Um, and you're like, great, this would be amazing. You know, it's it's got a it's got a splash park, and it's perfect for the kids, and the the, the hotel looks lovely. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it was so kind of uh, it was such a frustrating holiday that I can't even remember where we went. Where did we go? Was it, it began with T? Tunisia, Tenerife. Oh gosh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those. I think it was. I think it was uh, Menorca. Yeah, oh, was it Menorca? Think, yeah, I think it was Menorca. Oh, I lived in Menorca. Yeah, I think I knew that, and I've I've been meaning to ask you how, what took you out to Menorca, but that's a whole other podcast. That's <laughs> when we start. We'll start that podcast. That could be the sister podcast to this. But um, but ultimately, like it's actually not that long a story. It's like we'd had a couple of family holidays prior to this, mm. and uh, you know, as we sort of joked about before in recording on the pod, it's like you try to iterate and and build upon the experience that you had before, right? Yeah. So, you know, we found a, hol- uh, found a hotel and it's like, this looks great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's affordable to a degree. Um, it looks it's got all the stuff. It's got a, um, a play group thing. Um, long story short, the weather was terrible. Okay. The weather was terrible. That's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. That <laughs> just happens. Okay. But you're going to Menorca in the summer. You kind of think it's going to be okay. All it's right. the Balearics. What you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you kind of half expect the weather to be somewhat on your side. Mm. Uh, Twas not on our side that week. <laughs> we had a hailstorm, hailstorm, <laughs> and I can't even remember where. Did we go in June or July? It doesn't matter. They're both oh, some wow. months, and yeah. it's like, what the f is happening? It's a hailstorm in this summer month. I do not mm. get it. But uh, one thing I will say is like. When the storm was coming in, I've never seen clouds as black as that. I, oh, like wow. they just looked 
not just angry, just like pure aggression. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, have you seen that? That's coming over in a minute. What? Um, and it looked horrible. Anyway, so had this huge storm. Of course, that everyone just uh, retreated to their rooms. Um, of course, much of the stuff to enjoy was outside. So even if you did want to sort of stay under the shelter, you're still outside. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of getting hammered still. Um, and and that happened sort of only a few days into the holiday. So after that, the weather was still pretty cold. So the kids didn't want to go in the splash park. The playgroup thing um, uh, was closed three days of, of of our time there. And we arrived just after it closed. So we had to wait. I can't quite remember how those timings lined up, but we had to wait. It felt like we had to wait five days until it opened sort of thing. Um, and we just didn't have a great time. It was just, you know, and, and the kids were the kids. They were energetic. There were early starts. There were late finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my annual leave. I paid for that annual leave and I mm-hmm. paid for that holiday. And I came back utterly, utterly exhausted. just you know you get back and you're like okay i gotta go to work on monday and i'm just rinsed i'm i'm rinsed you know and and then someone will ask you oh how was the holiday (laughs) when you get back into work well um we haven't got enough time for me to vent about it so let's talk about the thing we actually need to talk about (laughs) listen the only thing I, the only thing i'll say before sorry john the only thing yeah, i'll yeah. say is like you know what a lovely problem to have okay what a lovely problem to have we we were fortunate enough to spend some money on a holiday um it wasn't as enjoyable as we would have liked but listen there are way way uh worse things see, to be experiencing see I, I i respect you for saying that but uh, but but you still spent a lot of money and it was very stressful and you didn't really how about the enjoyment factor you, you know you didn't get much out of the holiday so it's okay to it's okay to rant and be upset with that whole setup um uh, i mean basically because I can relate, um, because I had a similar experience this year. We've been doing camping holidays over the last year or two. Yeah, you're the um, camper dad, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, basically, because mainly because it's the money. Because soon as like having a couple of kids, like uh, you know, the costs of holidays are astronomical. Um, and so, um, yeah. So basically, we were doing we've we've done a couple of we've done some camping holidays over the last couple of years, and also because we have a dog. And it's kind of managing that basically. And at the moment, we don't really have the dog network set up that someone can look after the dog and, and she won't be happy in kennels. So it's kind of like, okay, we need to go somewhere um, where we can take the dog with us and camping really, really works. Anyway, so um, this summer, I'm going to cheat. We kind of had two long weekends that were really close together. So I'm just going to combine them and say it was as one. But basically, first first weekend we went to went away was uh, went to Woolacombe. Uh, love like Twitching, yeah. Twitching House, which is basically campsite, and it's it, it's superb. Basically, you've got all the facilities there of a holiday park, basically for your children. So if it's bad weather, you know you've got an indoor pool, you've got an outdoor pool, you've got slides, you've got a cinema, you've got a soft play, you've got arcades, you've got um, you've got a cafe where you can paint the pottery, you know, and they you know they fire the pot- pottery and that sort of stuff loads going on but then also Woolacombe is lovely in itself as a as a resort as a yeah. place to go place to eat and drink and the beach is beautiful sandy beach you know beach. lovely dunes yeah dunes. yeah exactly yeah fox just was just scrambling up them the, the whole time um but also it's dog friendly so you can walk you know 100 meters down and then you get to a point where it's like a rock and you get beyond the rock and then the beach there is all dog friendly so then, um, yeah, it's amazing. So we can literally go down to the beach, walk down, set up camp in, in the, uh, so to speak on the, on the beach and just have a day on the beach. It's lovely. Um, in theory. Um, but when we went, unfortunately, um, the, a storm hit and it was, and storms in the holiday. I know, I know. Uh, boy, was it a storm? Like, I think it was like, it was like Friday nights. I think it was Friday nights. Friday night or Saturday night. I can't remember now. But the wind was going up to about 40 miles an hour. And where we were pitched, um, 
in the tent was was on the on the top of the hill if you like so it's almost like it's almost like on a headland so basically the wind just whips across and there's no protection from the wind anyway so we're lying in 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 our sleeping bags at two in the morning with the wind pushing in the tent and i'm literally looking at the tent bowing in going oh my gosh this are, are we gonna are we gonna have to bail and get out of the tent and get into the car sort of thing and so sylvie's there and i said are you awake she's like yeah and she's like yes yeah, so am i like, can you sleep no i can't sleep like you know anyway, we're lying there and go are the boys asleep yeah of course they are it took us forever <laughs> you know what i mean like it's that whole thing of like anyway How? anyway yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the, the hours we lose trying to get our children to sleep and any sort of squeak or noise and they they sit up and wake up but no have a gale going on outside in the tent and like literally they're sound asleep anyway so that happened that night and then the next day we were like okay what do we do? And the wind was still there and it was, it was howling through and it was getting stronger. And, and we realized that, well, we can't, we can't leave the tent. We literally can't. So basically what I had to do, cut a long story short, I had to put the kids in the car, like literally just put them with the iPad and just, you know, they were sat in the car. And then what I had to do is go and buy some more guy ropes and then anchor the tent, the top of the tent to the car basically to stop the tent from blowing away. Cause I was watching over the field and there were casualties like tent casualties left, right and oh center, like literally yeah. snapping of the frames and, and one blowing away anyway. So yeah. Uh, so I'm there with the tent tied to the car and holding the other side of the tent, trying to hold it in the wind, laughing at Sylvie going, what can we do? We just can't do anything like, like this is ridiculous. And so that was, yeah, that was what our one camping holiday, which was which was great. I mean, to be fair, we did have one day where it was nice weather, so you know it's not all bad. I, 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 you know, I can't complain. So anyway, so that is the danger of camping: is the fact that if there is bad weather, when it's that bad, it does kind of you do question what you're doing. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, like, it, it, like, is this really worth it? Yeah. Um, but it's, anyways, it's, um, but yeah, I think, I think, but the other one we had was, was like two weekends later, we went to a place called Yulee's farm, which is in, um, Dorset near Weymouth. Mm-hmm. And that's like only, it's a farm. It's actually a working farm, but only opens for a couple of months in the year for camping. And it's like, it's, it's total, it's rustic camping. So it's, there's no powered pitches or anything like that. You literally can just plonk your tent anywhere. Um, and they have by the farmhouse, there's lots of little eateries sort of thing. And basically it's like going to Glastonbury, but without the music, instead of a stage, you've got your own private beach. So it's mm-hmm. super cool. And the people that go there are very similar. You know what I mean? There's, there's, it has that sort of hippie vibe to it and what have you really cool. And there's like, um, lots of hay piles of hay bales in different areas around the fields where kids can play on. And, um, so it's, it's really the sort of. It's rustic camping, but um, but done just done really nice. Like there's yeah. there's a tent where they do teach children circus tricks, and there was um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think what else there was. There was a big teepee where they would do bedtime stories for the kids, and it was mm. like a giant teepee with hay, straw on the on the ground, and then they would have a story. They'll get a story read to all the children before they went to bed. Love it. It, it. Honestly, it's yeah. lovely. Absolutely, it was really really nice. Um, Apart for us, unfortunately, was we had, um, I was with, with Kit one day, and bless him, um, he was, he was, I can't remember what he was doing, but I could see a wasp buzzing around his feet, and I think he had the iPad or something like that, and he's like trying to look at, trying to get something on the iPad, I'm like, let's just walk away, walk away, because like, I could see this wasp buzzing around, and then suddenly I hear, I hear this scream, he screamed, mm-hmm. and literally the wasp just gone up his leg and just died, and just stung him a couple of times on his leg, so I had to whip the trousers off, um, and uh, bless him, uh, you know, he was absolutely screaming for hours, poor thing, um, um, but then that's obviously the side effect that that's, a, that's a consequence, you know, when you're out in the country, like things like being stung by what, what have you, it's, it's far more common, you know, so yeah. uh, swings and roundabouts, you know, like the camping is great. It's a lot of fun. It's incredibly stressful when setting up the tents and what have you. That's the only thing you need to make sure tip, make sure you got your children occupied so you can do build, put the tent up sort of thing. Otherwise yeah. Kids, you know, but, um, but yeah, no, so you know, it, it's sort of semi-successful. It works in the sense of 
it's a real adventure for the kids and the kids love camping. It's really exciting, you know, like, um, um, but there are, if you're unlucky with the weather, it does, you know, it does make it difficult, but then it's good. Again, if you've got a dog, it makes it much easier. Um, you don't mm. spend so much money. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been our experience this summer. It was kind of like, it was, it was, there was, so, we had a couple of wins, but it, it didn't quite go to plan basically. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I like the idea of, of a hybrid holiday. Like and I I I say hybrid because we kind of had that earlier this year. We had um, a long weekend away in a place called Bluestones in uh, sort of east East Wales, uh, right, sorry yeah. West Wales, sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's great. Like we probably should have said, like at the the start of the episode, that we were going to name drop and and uh, name um, what's what, what's the blimmin term. Um, <laughs> we should have said we're gonna do so many shout outs for so many uh <laughs> so many sort of sites because blue Sense was kind of that it had mm. the sort of camping vibe um because you go around to lots of little named pockets of the entire site right yeah you can hire a golf buggy to get in and around all the different sites you could walk it but it's like yeah. either a 30 minute walk or like a five to ten minute really cool buggy ride as like, well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. buggy ride um but it's you stay in lodges and you can either have a sort of small lodge or you can have like a, a, a what is essentially a double decker lodge where you've got two small lodges just stuck together yeah but all the bedrooms are downstairs it's really cozy it's got this kind of caravan vibe about it even though you're in a big lodge mm-hmm. um and then all the living space the kitchen and the the, the sort of lounge is upstairs um, and then you're surrounded in this little sort of cul-de-sac community with other people in their lodges. Yeah. And it's really, really lovely because it gives this kind of camping, caravanning vibe. But yeah. you've got all the entertainment. You've got, you know, big swimming pool with flumes and shoots and stuff. Um, there's uh, this zipline thing. There's there's uh, cart things to play with. Mm-hmm. And what what drew us to it was the fact that it's it's kind of – it's a family venue to go, a, va- mm-hmm. a family place to go on holiday, but it's geared towards parents too, who who will be looking after children. And it's like, well, okay, well, how does that differ? And the reason it differs is, and I'm sure you might agree with this, of all the best, of all the parks I've ever been to, I've been to so many parks over the last <laughs> five years. That's <laughs> a mad number, isn't it? <laughs> Like the best ones are where I can stay in one place and yeah. see both children without even yeah. moving. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It can still be somewhat sizable, but it's contained. contained and yeah. you can just stand there and I can just see exactly where they are. Yeah. Bluestones is entirely like that. Whether yeah. that was an accident, don't know. I don't believe it was because wherever you go, it's like, okay, this is cool. This is really, really cool. I can see everything. They've got this entire this indoor soft play thing, this really cool little football court. Um, loads of cool stuff. Loads of cool nice. stuff. And also, the, there's there's actually a bar in the soft play and stuff. So that, you know, that's, that's a that's a benefit. <laughs> but like, it's, I think that's my kind of dream holiday. And I think going back to Menorca, I think you know we we approach that holiday thinking oh this is just what you do this is this is what you do for family holidays because we'd had mm-hmm. two pretty fun times prior to that yeah it's very very similar holidays when they can okay we'll just do the same but it's you don't have to do that there are other ways to have holidays are they cheaper alternatives don't know probably not but um i would much rather pay the extra and actually have a good time myself yeah well this is it i think so one strategy that we've for, and this is not like I say strategy. We didn't plan it. It's just through through experience. You go, oh, that works. Um, which is actually going holiday with friends. Yeah. If you go on, if you go on holiday yeah. with friends that have got kids as well, it means you can you basically tag team. Do you know what I mean? Like like the kids of a the kids will entertain themselves because they've got f- people to play with. Do you know what I mean? So they're f- far more occupied. They need you far less. So you can sit down and have a beer and chill out and they're, they're entertaining themselves. There is that element, which is brilliant. Mm -hmm. But also is the fact that because you've got more adults, you're able to turn around and say, are you okay to keep an eye on the kids so I can just quickly pop to the shop because I need to go get blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I mean? And it just, it simplifies everything. Do you know what I mean? Like it really simplifies things by, by doing that. So we've had a couple of holidays where, um, we've 
caught up with friends um, who've got ch- children a uh, similar age. And um, and to be fair, now, if we go on holiday, like like the Woolakin was talking about, we did it on our own, we didn't do it with friends. Our kids are like, where are our camping friends? When are yeah. they coming? You're like, oh, what? Yeah. You, 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 you don't want to be on holiday with mummy and daddy? No, I want my camping friends. Um, so, yeah, it's... it's, it's it, the children get far more out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's it just that dynamic works by having other children yeah. around and, and, um, and having other parents that you can work together as a team. And that yeah. definitely takes the stress. Any sort of tricky scenario, any sort of tricky s- situation, you, there's a much easier solution. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot, it's a lot yeah. easier to get through it because, um, you work together. So that's kind of, one thing I've we found of Sylvie and I have turned around to each other and gone, right, okay. We can see how much how how much how much easier it is for us, but actually how much better it is for the kids. Uh, I think yeah, I, I, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's like um I think some of just just talking about this now is triggering triggering so many memories for me. Like some of my best holiday memories as a child were all shared. They were mm. all shared with cousins. Or when yeah. I was a bit older, I'd go go on holiday with a mate or something, um, and, and yeah. his parents, and like, and and vice versa. And that those holidays, they've stuck in there. I remember those so vividly because mm-hmm. they were a blast. They yeah. were so good. You know, I just remember the 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 feeling of you've been out all day. You each each set of parents goes back to their their chalet, their caravan, mm-hmm. or the, their whatever. Yeah, everyone's getting changed up. You know, they're getting ready. It's like five o'clock, five, six o'clock. Everyone's yeah. getting ready. You come yeah. back out and you as the child, it's like, oh, I'm going, I'm going back out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, the weather's good. Um, and then you go to like, you know, the, the thing where there's some entertainment or there's something else going on. And mm-hmm. I just remember that. And like, I, I can still feel the magic of all of that as a child. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, we, funnily enough, talking about blue stones, we really are bigging up lots of these places on this pod we're, we're actually going bluestones was so good we are going back there next year we've booked it and we're going with my brother with his mm. what will be his wife at that point and their two girls yeah. um my my parents are going along and it's like and also my my other sister um yeah. and her husband who will have a child by that point and it's like Amazing. cannot wait it's going to be a great yeah. little group, you know That's- and we're all going to be in that lodge the double decker lodge yeah oh. That's going to be so cool. Multi-generation holidays like that. That I mean, we had, we've done that with my family, a similar thing. Two different things. We've basically done Alton Towers weekends like that, basically, <laughs> which is just, just genius. Um, um, but also, um, but like my brother used to live in Austria. Uh, and so we'd oft- often have, uh, my, my family, my sister's, family, kids and husband, blah, blah. And then my mum and her husband would all go um, to my brothers in Austria. And it was great because then you go, like people that wanted to go skiing could go skiing. Others could stay back and look after the kids, blah, blah, blah. And we'd do it over Christmas. Basically, that's what we ended up doing, a bit of a tradition for a few years. Mm. But having that multi-generational holiday, like having those, um, how do I put it? it there's, there's multiple there's multiple layers in the holiday. There's multiple factors of, of enjoyment that people um, get from being on the holiday. So it's, yes, people are enjoying being in the environment and what the environment has. But it also means that, like, grandparents can spend time, quality time with the grandchildren. Do you know what I mean? And the parents can get a bit yeah. of a break from the children, blah, blah, blah. Um, but also it's kind of like it's, it's that it's that really connecting with your extended family and the kids get on with the cousins. There really is a lot to be said for that because you, then you end up having some really quality time. Um, everyone gets quality time together. Um, and, um, they generally do feel like they're quite the special times where special memories yeah. are made. Do you know what I mean? The way to you, you talk yeah. years later going, do you remember when we all got together and we yeah. went to, you know, Blah, blah, Sorry, blah. I'm, I'm I'm waving my finger at you because you again you're triggering stuff right now. Um, I don't know about you, but I, this is what I find: like when you're growing up, you have, of course, you have nothing but family holidays, right? Because you're young and you're not quite independent mm. enough yet, whatever. So you have a lot of family holidays, and you have those memories. You have, if you're, if like me, I'm sure you are a bit like me. You got maybe some old VHS tapes somewhere 
in a big box somewhere and you need to digitize them because that tape is just going to deteriorate. So we must get on and do that. But we've got them. Do you know what I mean? And you've yeah. got those times. Then there's a bit of a break. You know, you enter your teens, you start going on holiday with your mates. Yeah. Um, then you go into 20s, you might have a spouse, partner, you start doing things there. There's a big gap of like 10 to 15 years, I find, where there wasn't, there were barely any family holidays where I'd go away with my parents or, or whatever. Mm. And now it's kind of coming back full circle where we've all got kids now. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what I find interesting about that is like for such a long time, not just holidays, but other things too, like those memories become, you know, they really are set in stone. It's like, I, that's, that's the thing that happened. I've got the members and see the colors and all the rest of it. I'd never, ever once considered that we would ever add to that. Do you know sure. what I mean? So yeah. We're going to have more of those memories. And I never, ever, ever, ever considered that that would be a thing. I just thought that was it. And then you go off and have your own holidays. Yeah. But now we really are going to add to that. And like you said, just then multi-generation holidays, Arlo, Aoife, cousins, me, my brother, wives, spi- uh, par- partners and spices, grandparents. Yeah. They're all going to love this stuff. Yeah. 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 New. It's like, oh, what are you, what are, what's Arlo like on a holiday? What, what can I do with him on the holiday? You know? And the thing is the window, for, the window of opportunity for those sort of holidays is quite slim. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not long before the children get too old for that, et cetera, et cetera, or the grandparents get too old, you know? Um, so yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think it's, it's, um, it's one of the things where it's, it, it'll be a missed opportunity if you didn't do those, those sort of holidays, yeah. but it just takes a bit of coordination. It's just getting everyone like, when is everyone actually free? When can we all do it? You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I love it when my children are playing with their cousins, they love it as well. But, mm-hmm. um, because also it's kind of, um, it increases the children's sphere of influence um, in terms of they I mean, they obviously they're absorbing all the time, basically, and their 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 experiences. They're 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 taking on traits that you know that you expose them to as parents. They you, their teachers will have a big impact on them. Their friends at school have a big uh, impact on them, but. Actually, cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents, it all it's all brings a, a wide variety of personalities um, and uh, uh, varied interactions, uh, interactional experiences, if you like, for your children, which has got, got to be good for your kids. It's got to be good for your kids to be able to spend quality time with these different individuals that are all obviously very caring and, and loving, blah, 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 but they've all got their own quirks and they've all got their own unique qualities that your children can um be exposed to and i think that's that's yeah. also the other thing is that the value of of experience and learning from holidays you know that and i have a bit of a thing about with children not being able to be taken away from school for holidays because i actually think there's a lot of education to be had from taking your children on holiday, going to see different places, making them realize that there is a world yeah. that's very different that that's not on their doorstep, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, that's that kind of get straying off, off, off track a little bit, but yeah, going back to the multi-generational thing, I think it's really important to ensure that the children do get the opportunity to have some real quality time with other family members, because, um, uh, as I say, the more variety, the more, more variety in, in the influences that they are exposed to. Um, sorry, I'm distracted because my dog's trying to get out the door at the moment. Just <laughs> wait, Pepper. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get to a point. This is really difficult. Uh, yeah. So basically that, that whole, that's where that sphere of influence increasing has got to be good for kids. It's got to mm. be good for them. Bear with me. I'm just going to let the dog out. One second. Yeah. <laughs> I might even keep this bit in the edit. Maybe because John uh, has dropped uh, the name Pepper, all I can hear right now is... It's your new love anyway. Uh, I'm not even going to uh, cut what I just said then. Could you even hear what I was saying then? Was you d- no, I didn't right? hear. No. Okay, I'll, I'll leave that until the edit's done and you can listen back <laughs> to it. Um, but going back to what you're saying, um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree, a hundred percent. I, I, I see Arlo's face. Um, Annie for two. Annie for two. She's just a bit smaller, so it's not, you know, it's not quite the same just yet. 
But I see Arlo's face when we when I mention to him that he's going to stay at Granny's, even just for mm-hmm. a weekend, right? The elation, the excitement on his face, right? Mm-hmm. And then also when he comes home, when I when I walk in their door or he, or he's brought back to us, um, you, he's had a great time away, even just for a weekend. Like yeah. when he when that news drops that that uh, a date has been put in the calendar, it's in the diary. He's going to go and stay at Granny's house. Um, he's got his little Avengers suitcase. Mm-hmm. He's straight upstairs and he's packing it. I mean, he packs it with like, you know, a couple of action figures, uh, a pair of pants, a toilet roll, and probably a packet of something. <laughs> I don't know. But like, he's, he's, he's just uncontrollably excited for this thing mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know when it is. They've got no concept of time and dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh my God, yes, that's amazing. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Because also he knows, certainly at this point, and I'm sure yours are the same. It's like when they go there, they get nothing but good times, good stuff. They'll, they'll go and do a thing in the afternoon. They might stay up late, watch a movie or something. You know, they'll probably get littered with, with peppered with sweets and whatnot and, and treats. And that's good. I like that. I love that they have that because it's our job as the parents to, to somewhat grind them and play the, the bad cop and, and bring them back down to earth. But long story short, sorry, it's, it's just the excitement and, yeah, holidays for me extend to little weekends away where they just go by themselves as well. Ah, okay, you know? right. I see. Yeah, I, I was going to say what I was alluding to. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, now that yeah, no, uh, we haven't really got the opportunity because my my mum's um a bit too far away, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. So we haven't really had that experience. Um, but it's something. It's not. But it's something that I'd like. I just think it's. It's so important to me that my children have a, a really good relationship with the grandparents that they that are still around, basically, and and their cousins and their aunts and uncles. It's it's really important to me, you know, and um, and get-togethers like that, you know, sometimes or even if it's like Christmas or something, but but holidays yeah. together is a great way to make those bonds, those connections, and it means they don't have to hear just a minute. Yeah. I'll, I just need to do this first. I, I yeah, I, I, I'm just got to cook your dinner. Or do you know what I mean? They, there's that many people that they're actually going to be constantly playing and constantly having a great time. Yeah. Um, okay. So I did a bit, uh, I was saying, I did a bit of prep. I was like, wonder if I turn around and say good family holidays, the best family holidays. Okay. Uh, Hold on, your, your, your face is just lit up because you're now looking at a web browser. I am. Screen or something, so I'm <laughs> intrigued to know what you're, you're looking at. But, uh, right, but literally, uh, this is this is an article from the Times. And this was this year. Okay? Oh my goodness! Okay, and uh, I'm just gonna. I read this and I literally was just kind of going, "Oh come on! Do you even know what it's like to have children?" So, number one, tropical treats in Costa Rica, best for bonding with kids. So it's. <laughs> it's going, so number one is Costa Rica. Let's all let's all go off to Costa Rica with the family. That's that's not going to be that's the that's, that's not going to be cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number two, madness. number two, saving turtles in the Maldives. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No worries. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Just do that for a weekend. <laughs> it's like easy, easy. this is ridiculous. Uh, um, Orlando. Uh, full, uh, uh, okay, I get that. Orlando, roller coasters, Disney World, la 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 la. Absolutely. Um, then, um, an Hebridean adventure, best for deer tracking in the Outer Hebrides. This is number four of best family holidays. I was like, is this is this taking the Mickey? Like, how do you know what it's like? Like, how am I going to take my three year old anyway? So, uh, well, was there small print at the top of the page saying like best family holidays if over a million? <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> if you are loaded, uh, yeah. I mean, and then it does. It talks about going to um, Helkadiki, uh, but like at first, like oh Helkadiki, yeah, I did a summer there, yay! You know that's nice. And then it says, uh. Yeah, it's survival skills in Helkadiki. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, this is not... <sighs> yeah, if your children are adults, like... Um... But then it talks about French Alps. Okay, all right, yeah, there's lots to be done there. A Oman Odyssey, best for Sandy Adventures. 
and, and like literally it's going to eastern oman um, anyway it was honestly i was looking at this game which is the most useless article and i apologize if if anybody knows anybody somebody the person that wrote this but it is the most useless article I could ever read for me as well. and I would argue for ninety eight percent of of families. Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> a you got to be super rich, and b I mean I don't know how old your children need to be to be able to do something like deer tracking in the Outer Hebrides. <laughs> the I mean, thing is, God all of say. that, right? You know, you're reading a thing on paper. The words describe a fantastic holiday, right? That would be incredible. I don't think for a second my kids would enjoy that as much as a pool with a couple of flumes, a wave machine, and some sort of slush puppy from a, a shack thing. Exactly. Like literally, that's on par with deer tracking <laughs> or whatever it was you said just then. Like, I know. It's, it's like, it's if mon- I wanted to go to N- Namibia, I'll do it before I have kids. Do you know what I mean? Or once they've gone to university. Do you know what I mean? Like, anyway, so I literally, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, but that's the problem. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of those, when you start doing research by those sort of things, it is so hit and miss. And that's why when speaking to friends that know you or, or that have had children, do you know what I mean? They're the best people to just ask, oh, where, where would you recommend to go with kids? You know, yeah. you know, when your kids were the similar age to ours, where, what worked for you sort of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah. so yeah, I read that. I, I wasn't expecting to get something so random, but I was, cause I thought the times that's going to be fairly, you know, that's going to be mm. pretty, Anyway, no, apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Go deer f- racking in the Outer Hebrides. Jesus f-ing Christ. Sorry. Sorry. I was, was hope I was just wondering how many episodes we can go without dropping any f bombs, but now I need to drop in the uh, in in the beeps. Um, but that's okay. That's our signature signature sound for this uh, for this podcast. Um, <laughs> but let's um, th- you know, we could talk about holidays so much. You know, you could almost do an episode on each holiday that you've ever had with kids because they are quite the adventure, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, th- I hope that this has been somewhat of a, a, a broad overview um, as to our pains and struggles. But also, you know, I- I'm really glad that we kind of spun back um, to what it almost... We didn't sort of label it as like, what what does it mean for us? But that's what we kind of just did just now. And it's about memories. It's about creating mm. memories for not just you and your kids, but sharing those memories with the people that are dear to you and bring them into the holiday. It's more practical. It's more memorable. It's more enjoyable. um, And you're just building upon everything that you might have done as a child, if you were lucky enough. And I think that is like, you know, even just having this conversation with you, like I'm, I'm, I'm so pumped for that long weekend away, bank holiday weekend, 2024 in Bluestones. Like I cannot wait for it. Yeah. Um, you know, of course you've got the, the, the tricky sequelitis problem, you know, will it be as good as the first one? Can, can we pull off an empire strikes back here? Don't know. <laughs> it might, you know, it, it might be terrible. Who knows? <laughs> but I was trying to think of a, of a holiday related dad hack, but I honestly couldn't think of any, to be honest, but let's, let's talk about your dad hacks. Mm. My dad hack then is actually um it might be an obvious one but it was only until uh, like and it's something i potentially did um but is my dad hack is is to always give your child or children a choice when you want them to do something Mm. Mm. i say bath time now time to go for bath you know like literally (laughs) oh god here we go again like come on it's getting late come on let's jump bath time bath run come on let's go let's go (laughs) whatever so (laughs) you know it's true (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so it's to give a choice don't say come on let's go for a bath turn around and say something like tell you what what would you like We'll have a bath and then we'll have a story and we'll go to bed. Or how about we have a bath and you come downstairs and we'll watch Tic Tac or a small, you know, whatever program and or bedtime story on TV with your milk and then bed. 
and they go, oh, bath with TV in front of the fire uh, with milk and then bed sort of thing. And you go, okay, let's go. And they go, okay. And off they go up to the bath. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like, like giving them a choice that's not necessarily a it's, it's things you do anyway. Do you know what I mean? But it's but but it's giving them the power to make the decision themselves. Really helps them to actually do what you want them to do. Is but it's and because obviously they're always trying to get control. They're always trying to. Mm-hmm. I mean, my children are the you know, proper control freaks. I think, but uh, like literally, like it's all about control for them. So offering a choice, but basically yeah. the choice being uh, both choices is basically what you want them to do, basically. I yeah. mean, everybody wins. Everyone yeah. wins, right? To a degree, you know, you get the thing that you need from them to, to move on to the next step of the day, um, and and they get some of that 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 taste for control. And yeah. I, I love that one. Um, like, that's not actually what I was going to say at all. I've got something that's somewhat linked to that. Actually, so this is a really good segue. But just on yours, still, like the the, the choice thing doesn't even need to be like, do you want? Uh, you know your 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 drink first and then bath or vice versa it doesn't have to be quite as as big i'm sure you'll agree right now because mm-hmm. it goes down to even crazy almost silly levels so if if ifa's kicking off and i need a distraction let's go yeah. back to the sock thing right i think we were joking about socks before we hit the button like kids love taking their socks off ifa she just loves taking her clothes off like she's more often than not just walking around a nappy if not less she's that girl um but if she is kicking off uh, the first thing i do is 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 serve up that distraction that being okay here's your socks for example um that will often put a bit of a plug in the in the in the tantrum because it's like Mm -hmm. okay well daddy's offering me a thing okay what's this then it's like okay if she's still not sort of you know playing ball it's like right do you want to put the right sock on first or do you want to put the left sock on? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> For me, yeah. it's like, I Which feel like first? I'm somewhat, yeah. you know, um, you know, I really am kind of taking the mick here. I'm, I'm abusing her intelligence or something, but to her, she's like, Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, right sock. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's sock. <laughs> and you can see the decision-making process in their eyes. Just, yeah. and it's you yeah. know, but it's that I, I would say I would second that massively by saying that is one of, if not the most overused tactic from mm-hmm. us. Certainly, maybe many parents. Yeah. Um, but sorry, the 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 dad hack I was going to give, and this is somewhat um, philosophical. Um, and it's it's also somewhat kind of self-explanatory, really. As dads, and I, I don't know what you're like, but like growing up, when I was around my dad, um, I love my dad, but he was very much kind of um, would quite would quite happily just kind of get on and do the thing himself. I w- I never felt like I was involved too much. My dad had four kids from you know by the time he was in his late twenties or thirty, he had four kids. He was self-employed, you know. I look at that now and I'm thinking, my God, what an absolute hero, you know, to, to do that. Mm. But um, that also meant he was somewhat, you know, unavailable. Um, and as I've, as I've grown up into a, a young strapping man myself, uh, a father of two, you know, that's something that I've, I always said to myself, I'm not going to do that. I am going to involve my kids in the stuff that I do in and around the house or whenever I'm, whenever I'm presented with that scenario where like, if I was by myself, I would mm. smash this job. I would get it done in an hour, mm. but I can't. I can't do it in the evening because it makes too much noise. Therefore, yeah. it comes at the weekends. Therefore, I can only do it on this afternoon or this morning because of clubs and because of this. So you really, that time gets crunched down. So you're right, okay, I've got to do it Saturday morning. That means both kids are going to be right. And they're going to be curious as to what I'm doing. I could just say, go away, go and do a thing. I'm doing this. I'm unavailable. Do not do that as dads. Like, do not do that. If the job gets done, great. If it doesn't get done, who the F cares, man? Mm-hmm. There will be more time to do it. Involve mm-hmm. the kids in that. So this is not like a, a dad hack, but I say that is because at the back here, I'm currently finally getting on with doing some work in our utility room, painting it, doing a few bits to it, right? Flooring down and stuff. And I've been putting it off for ages putting it off. I'm starting to just plow through. Arlo comes in. What are you doing, daddy? Let me show you what I'm doing. Here, come and help me. Come and help nice. me do this thing. And, you know, 
more often than not, he'll lose interest within a few minutes. Yeah. You know, and then you can't, you can't actually just kind of get on with it. But it's just the fact that you've allowed him into the conversation. You've allowed him into this thing that you're doing. Mm. And I really believe that, you know, he'll go away and he won't be quite so apprehensive when approaching something that he doesn't know how to do. He'll approach it with like, I can do that. Just figure it out. Yeah. I'll just figure it out. Because like, for me, like I've grown up with that sort of blockage on somewhat being able to learn new things, which is kind of stupid because, you know, in what we do, like what anyone does, you're always learning. You never stop learning. Mm. I've got, I've had a, a real blockage on that for such a long time. And I'm only now via Arlo mostly starting to really kind of crunch that down and, and, um, you know, break it down. So whilst that isn't so much a dad hack, it's, it, it feels like it is because it's more of an emotional one. It's like, just put, put what you've been conditioned to think aside and allow them in and you'll, you'll see some benefit from that in the long, in the long term, I feel. Um, yeah, like spot on basically. It's easier said than um, done. It's yeah. No, done and, and, and this is what I was thinking. I was, I was going through different scenarios and I was like, the problem is I get caught up in the fact that I'm trying to get stuff done and I will get, I'll turn grumpy. I'll be like, Sylvie, can you take the, can you take the boys? I can't yeah. get this done, you know, and which is awful. And you are dead right. You are dead right. And it's just, but it's really difficult when you're in the moment to be able to step back and, and, and be objective like that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, see, I don't know. I don't know with my dad because my, I had a, my relationship, my dad was, um, it wasn't that it was poor. It was just, it was just that it was a bit thin. Because I did amount of time that I spent with him. Do you know what I mean? Like he, mm. he was basically he was always working, and then when he was at home, he was always doing DIY. Um, mm. And so, and and yeah, and then my parents split up when I was eleven, and so you know, then it, 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 he was a weekend dad, but then when he was, he was doing DIY. So yeah, so my relationship with my dad was a bit different. So I'm trying to comp like what you were talking about there when when he's doing stuff. He, <laughs> When I did, when, when he was around doing work, I would, as a child, my memories were asking what he's doing. I have, I remember one conversation where he was, he was building a porch on the front of the house and he had this sort of idea to do some sort of faux sort of, um, Tudor sort of design with some wood. I, I, it's like a geometric shape, like a panel. If you can imagine it's a, it's a pitched, roof porch and at the front is a white with like four pieces of wood that can be arranged in a shape that's almost like tudor you know fake tudor mm. style anyway mock tudor is that's the, the spread and <laughs> i remember him asking me i remember saying what design do you think i should do and he'd mocked up on a piece of paper and done different designs and i remember saying oh i like that design and that's the design he 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 put on the front porch you know where he did the front mm. porch um so i do have that memory but I don't have many memories like that. So like you say, like he was just getting on with work. Now, I don't know whether that was because I didn't, I wasn't interested or whether it was because he was just trying to get things done. I possibly think it might have been the former. I'd possibly think that oh, dad's just DIYing again. It's like, it's just the drills and the hammering and what have yeah, you. I, yeah. I'd rather go, I'd yeah. rather go play Frisbee with my, with my mates in my Lycra cycling shorts. Just the insights. <laughs> to I was literally going to say, time. you and I need to. I was on the ultimate frisbee team at uni, but I'm not playing in lycra with you. I will chuck <laughs> a frisbee, no probs. Not wearing that. No, no, no. Yeah. No. I, side note: a friend of mine, my best mate. We were, it was. It was around the time I can't remember when it was. We were probably like. 13 or what have you and and lycra shorts were like something that became really fashionable i don't know why anyway and we were playing frisbee and then my older sister and all her friends came around and i remember maybe really embarrassed because like you know it's always like pretty older girls there and he's in these lycra shorts you know these fudgy smugglers sort of thing anyway 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 <laughs> Don't don't make me laugh. It it hurts. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah. No, I think going back to what you said, I think you said it so well, and you are absolutely one hundred percent correct. Um, and in theory, absolutely. In practice, mm. 
it's mm-hmm. it can be difficult and that's the trick that's yeah. the trick is be able to recognize the moment and literally be able to step back and go okay okay remember what matt said remember what matt said you know what i mean like like and literally and do that um Let's, but i mean we we are not experts. I I am not an expert, and I I get this wrong. Probably this is one of the few things I feel as I, I definitely do get wrong more so than I get right. But as like you said, then I think that the way to the way to label that is to recognise the moment. So when you're in the mix, you you're like you've got limited time. You just want to bang on and get this thing done. It's been hanging over your head for weeks, months, maybe. Just want to get it done. But yeah. It's it's being able to kind of take a breath, recognize the scenario for what it is, and mm. all you've got what what you've got is is your child offering you their interest, offering you their love, and their 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 want to be around you at all times. Mm-hmm. They just want to be around you. You're the plaything. Remember, you know we said mm-hmm. that in the other episode with play. It's like you're the thing. They just want to see what you're doing. Why, why do you do something? You know, and even if they don't actively know that they're doing that they're doing it because they're just like tied to you you know Mm. but for you as the parent you're you're pushed you're stressed you're limited but if you can just kind of get that clarity in the moment and it's not easy to do as you say but if you can take the breath and get the clarity you know you're offering your child something that with real um lasting appeal the more you do it the more that lasting appeal becomes solid and I, i i really do believe that um, not easy, but it's, you know, it's, it's definitely worth doing. Thanks so much for listening. We honestly do value your time, your parents, or perhaps about to become parents. So that time is valuable. Thank you so much. If you fancy it and have been enjoying our episodes, we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family. All is welcomed, and we'll see you soon. Are we doing this? Are, are we, is this? Is this any of this going in? None. No, probably not. Probably not. There's been some gold in this last twenty minutes. What? <laughs> the what? first bit, anyway. The part that you didn't record.